you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Well, I don't have to remind you that Christmas is quickly approaching, and I know that December can be a kind of a weird month. We have holiday shipping deadlines. We have two major holidays, Christmas and New Year's, kind of backed up one after the other. And it's such a great time to spend with family or however that might look for you this year. But we also have businesses that we're running at the same time. So sometimes it's hard to find that balance between working your business and staying consistent as well as spending time with family and traveling and doing all the Christmas things that we normally do. So today I am sharing my conversation with Bethany Estep. She is an executive director with Color Street and she has, are you ready? Seven kids. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So she gives us some great tips on balancing family life and direct sales. And we talk a lot in past episodes about setting up business hours. And while that works for me and many others, that is, she does hers a little bit differently. And I appreciate the different perspective of being able to fit direct sales into her busy lifestyle with seven kids, homeschooling, and everything in between. So I know that you will take away some great practical tips from this busy mom, and she gives some great advice about December and keeping your team, yourself and your team, engaged and motivated throughout the month of December and beyond. Enjoy the episode. Hi, Bethany. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me today. Great. Thank you so much. Well, I would love for you to share a little bit about your family. I know you have a large family and I can't wait to talk to you about how you, how you balance family life with direct sales, but tell us a little bit about your family to start off. Yes, we have seven children. Our oldest is 15 and our youngest is two. We have three girls and four boys. So that keeps things busy. Yes, it sure does. And you guys live in Michigan, right? Yes, we do. Great. The best state ever, of course. course. (laughs) I'm a little biased, but that's okay. All right. So tell us how you got into direct sales. I know that you've been with a couple different companies, but tell us how you got into the direct sales industry. Well, honestly, it was kind of by accident, but I just stumbled in the first one because I love the product. So that was about five years ago. We were living in Florida at the time. I had kind of seen different products online, but then I was at a vendor event and they had a booth set up and I tried some products and I decided, hey, I'd like to have a party. And then the lady told me, you know, if you join, you could earn um, commission off your party. So I was like, oh, sure. Sounds good. So I did that and then just kind of got in it for the products and shared with friends and family. And then, you know, a lot of companies just continue to kind of add products. And so it did. And that was fine. Well, then when Color Street came along, it was the same type of thing. I was introduced through a Facebook party. It was actually in December. Yesterday was my three-year anniversary. So it was a 12 Days of Christmas Facebook event. And in there, I was 
representing my health and wellness company and someone else was representing Color Street and I had never heard of it before. I had heard of Jamberry, my sister-in-law sold it and they're beautiful, but um, I realized when I saw her do the Color Street sample, how much quicker and easier it was because there was no heat and she said it came right off with nail polish remover. And I was like, oh, wow, that looks pretty interesting. So I messaged her or commented or whatever it was and had her send me a sample. And then um, when I got it, my husband was sitting there and watched me put it on. And I was amazed at how quick and easy it was. So I, again, wanted to have a party. And my husband was the one this time who sat there looking up the comp plan online. And he was like, oh, my word, this company is brand new. It just started six months ago. You don't need to have a party. You need to join. And I was like me like I already have another company there's no way and then he pointed out you know what it's one product so like your other company adds in products every now and then this is just like adding in one product to what you're already doing because you already have an audience and this is just something pretty and fun and extra so I like that perspective and he's the one really that convinced me that I should join and again it was not with the intent to build a business it was just with the intent to get free manicures and share them with my many sisters and friends. So I kind of jumped in without any big expectations and took off from there. I love that you mentioned your husband being so supportive. I, a lot of times will tell new new team members that if their husband, partner, spouse, whoever is, is supportive, that's step one. And if they can get that down, then they have much higher chance of success because Teamwork makes a dream work. And there are nights where, you know, I'm sure you have to enter parties and do parties and all that. And if you if you have that support at home, then you are going to be just so much more successful in the long run. So I love that he is on board. And I know that a lot of husbands, <laughs> no matter what, a lot of husbands are very much on board once they start seeing the paychecks rolling in, which is so fun. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so you have a very large team. And are they local to you? Are they all over? I'm assuming that they're probably all over since you joined through a Facebook party. So that's typically the model that people will follow. So tell us a little bit about your team. Yes. So I actually lived in Florida when I joined, but the neat thing is that we have since moved back to Michigan and that's where a number of people on my team live. So local team meetings before COVID, I was actually able to meet them face to face and the two um, at the top of my upline, I've been to both of their houses and it's really fun to be close enough to be connected. And two of my sisters have joined. One lives right in the same town too. So that's fun. But at the same time, it's amazing that they're all over the U.S. and we can connect through Zoom, through Facebook in so many ways. So you still feel pretty connected and it's gotten to be quite large, but it's been so much fun to just have those Color Street sisters, as I call them, and build those relationships. Yes, that's one thing that I really miss about this crazy time is I really miss getting together with my local team members. It was so fun, even if it was once every other month. Sometimes we would try to even just do that. And it was just enough that we could get together and connect and talk about goals and talk about accomplishments that you know we've seen in our businesses. And I really do miss those times. And I'm hoping that in the coming months that we will be able to get together again and not have it be so stressful. So <laughs> I'm looking yeah. forward to that day for sure. All right. So you joined Color Street and you were part of another direct sales company as well. So tell us how you balance, you know, with seven kids, that's a lot of kids. And so that's more than twice of what I have. And so tell us about how you balance family life and kid life with your direct sales business. 
Well, honestly, it's just a few minutes here and there throughout the day. I don't set aside a huge chunk of hours to work. In fact, right after I joined Color Street, we moved that same month and the very next I found out I was pregnant. So this again was still in Florida. And then six months later, we moved again from Florida to Michigan. And then the next month I had my baby and we were still living with my parents and um, ended up with a longer hospital stay than we expected. The baby was born early. He had Down syndrome. He had heart surgery at five days old. But the amazing thing is through all of that craziness, a few minutes here and there throughout the day, I could still keep the business going and be consistent. And it didn't feel like a pressure because I could do it on my own time. And it was actually a very good distraction for me when we were sitting in the hospital, instead of worrying all the time, I could focus on something positive and helping others. And during that time was actually able to promote. And that was able to help our family. Then when it came to finally buying a house, it made a huge difference in the house we could choose because of how Color Street was able to help. So as far as, you know, balancing family and work, it's, it's just a few minutes here and there, but it's consistency. And I try to do either early in the morning or honestly, mostly late at night. I'm kind of a night owl. So it's while the little one is napping. Um, and then at night, and I love that we can schedule posts, we can do messages and then just send it all out and catch up the next day. But one thing I definitely try to do is I leave my phone upstairs. And when I'm homeschooling and when I'm working with the kids and doing piano lessons and all the you know meals and homeschooling, I don't try to mix both. Because if I do, I get very frustrated with them and there's no reason for that. They're not doing anything wrong, but if I'm trying to do too much at once, I feel spread too thin, I feel irritated. And so for me, I just find that it works way better to have that upstairs. And then if I go take a break, I'll shut the door and I'll you know go to the bathroom and check my messages and just take a few minutes to see if there's anything that needs my attention right then. And then I'll leave my phone up there and I'll just come back downstairs because I love being a mom and I love being able to work, but I don't love it when I'm trying to do both at once. So if I am trying to check on something and I want my phone nearby, I'll turn the sound off and I'll turn it over. So I'll have it next to me, but I don't have notifications going off and try to do both. It, it would drive anyone crazy. So for me, that's what works. I try to keep the, uh, the two separate and then just instead of doing a bunch of hours at once, like 15 minute segments here and there throughout the day to sort of stay caught up, so I don't feel overwhelmed at the end of the day when I've got 50 messages or notifications that I need to tend to. So that works well for me. I love that. That sounds very doable for anyone. And that's what I think a lot of people, when they are thinking about joining direct sales, that is a concern like, oh my goodness, how I already, you know, I have kids and I homeschool and all that stuff. And how can I balance all of it? So that's a really good tip because anybody can do that and find 15 minute segments throughout their day. And something I love about, you mentioned that, you were able to work your business, even though you had, you know, hospital visits, frequent hospital visits and hospital stays. And the thing that you mentioned earlier about just having one product that probably made a huge difference because you only have to worry about one product and you don't have to worry about a whole catalog of things. And I'm sure that makes, that was an extra layer to make it a lot easier to handle, you know, dealing with you know, this thing coming at you and that thing coming at you and this thing on your plate. It's like, okay, I have one product to focus on. And I can do this because <laughs> I only have to keep one thing straight in my head. So I love that. That's great. It's true. And it also affects the fact of training a team. The thought of doing that with a second team was overwhelming to me, but then I realized it was not overwhelming at all because it was one product. So even though they bring out new colors and designs for all kinds of occasions throughout the year, 
I don't have to train my team on new products. They just get graphics and they advertise the new colors. So it's very, very simple. And that works so well for me. Yes. That's a really good aspect a perspective on training is that it's one product <laughs> and right. there of course are different, um, you know, cause I know very much about color street because I love color street so much, but, uh, you know, the different, the glitters and the solids and there are different price tiers, but really that's all that you have to keep straight. And so I am just a really big fan of that. And that seems like it would just be so straightforward and simple. And that's probably why people are so attracted to color street because it's like you said, it's just one little thing added to your plate rather than a lot of things added to your plate. And so I love that a lot. That's great. So I know, like we said, this is a crazy year and I know that you enjoy doing Facebook parties and in-home parties. How has your business changed in the last, you know, nine months or so? Well, for me, I focused on Facebook parties before COVID because I didn't like to have to be leaving home and doing parties as much. I enjoyed it when I did it. Um, it's not that I don't enjoy being with people, but pulling away from the family to do that, it just takes more time. So I love the fact that I can just go up in my room and do a Facebook party and be gone for 30 minutes to an hour and then come back down and help out with whatever and then catch up later on messages or whatever. But the focus through this whole COVID thing has been everyone switching over to Facebook parties. So I was thankful that I kind of already had that focus and then just kind of share that and teach others the same thing. And I really love it for especially stay at home moms. I don't, you know, they can have that focus and still have the time with their family and even do parties in the afternoon when the kids are napping and let people catch the replay later. And it just really doesn't pull away from family time. So yes, I do mostly, well, of course, all Facebook parties, right? And I love that with Color Street, it's very easy to show on a video. This is how it works. And 30 seconds later, it's done and they can see it. They don't have to wonder how it smells or looks or tastes or feels. It's like, oh, wow, I can see that right there. And it's so simple. So it's just a fun, pretty thing. And during this time when people are not going out as much and not doing as much, people still enjoy having pretty nails. So Color Street has actually taken off. I believe it was in July, they said sales were up 300% from last year because the salons were closed and people could not get out and get their nails done. So people maybe who were skeptical about Color Street before were trying it and loving it and joining it because maybe they lost their job too, or they were stuck at home and thought, what else can I do for extra income? So it has taken off tremendously this year. And it's just been a lot of fun to be along on that ride. Yes. I have loved seeing that boom in the direct sales industry. I feel like for the most part, many companies have experienced amazing growth and it's just so exciting to see. And that 300%, that's truly incredible. And you're right though. Salons were closed. And so like you said, if they were on the fence about it, they're like, well, I mean, I might as well give it a try because it's either that or nothing's on my nails. And so why not give it a try? It's only $13 or whatever. And I, uh, that's so great that everybody was jumping on board and falling in love with it all at the same time. So with Facebook parties, have you, are there some tools that you have found that you use consistently when in doing Facebook parties, like, do you use certain scheduling tools? Do you just use the Facebook scheduler? What kinds of tools do you use in your business, especially with Facebook parties? So I love the fact that when you do it in a group, you can schedule your posts and you can see who is seeing your posts. So that's what I do most of all. I've also done some with Trello and that is looking to be very helpful. I have not fully 
um, switched over to doing it that way. We just had a training on it last night, in fact, and I'm thinking that that's probably what I'm going to be doing going forward and teaching my team a little more on that. Um, I like to keep things very simple and duplicatable. So um, I just have like a sample party in Facebook. It's a separate group just for me and I have my parties in there and I just copy that over into new parties. And then I just have girls when we do parties with them, they copy and do the same. They can switch it up a little bit. But Trello um, is my next goal to learn and kind of master because it looks like that's a really great way to organize and copy and paste into Facebook parties uh, going forward. That's my thought. That's really great. I've actually, I've heard of Trello, but I've never really looked into it. So is it something like you said, you can, you can kind of store information there to copy and paste in other places or what do you, what else do you use it for? Yes. And I had done it at the beginning and been kind of frustrated with it, but I realized last night in the training, it's because I had been trying to do it from my phone and it's fine to save pictures, graphics that you see, save them in your Trello app on your phone, but then go over to your Trello account on your computer and it's so much easier. Basically, it's, it's like a filing cabinet for graphics and you can save your um, caption or links or anything you want in there. And then if you open up two windows, you can just go back and forth, copy and paste and drop it in your Facebook, schedule it or post it right then. And it looks like definitely that it's going to be so much easier and organized. I don't like to have a ton. I feel overwhelmed if there's a ton of graphics, but you could keep them in different rows and different categories. And then you can just pull from there, drop it in your party, schedule it or post it and go. And you can copy Trello boards. So basically if you get a new um, team member and you want them to have what you have, they send you their email address and you can type it in and you can just send that whole Trello board to them and they, they can open it up and have everything that you have in front of you and they can use it too. So I, I've heard for basically three years how amazing it was, but I realized my problem was I was trying to do it all from my phone and that's not as easy. So I'm switching over to Trello like this week. I was working on it last night and I'm very excited about it. That's awesome. I'm definitely going to look into that because that sounds amazing. <laughs> Anything to make our lives simpler. And like you said, duplicatable, and this is literally duplicatable because they can take your, the things that you have put together and use that for themselves and for their businesses. And then they can add on to that themselves or they can, you know, supplement or whatever and make it kind of tweak it and make it their own. So that's huge. Exactly. And actually the lady who was doing the training on it, she was a manager at Starbucks for 10 years. And then she's um, just in the past two years has started stay home with her kids. And what she was saying when she was training on Trello is the reason she likes this is because some people are natural at what to say and what to do. It's just kind of second nature. Other people have no idea and they need something to copy and paste. And that's what she said at Starbucks when they had a new drink and they had new things that they wanted to put out. They didn't just leave it up to the employees to say whatever they felt like or thought about it. They had scripts. And so she said she feels like this is a very easy way to give people exactly what they need and then they can copy and paste and then go from there and then learn and tweak it and make it their own. But it's way more duplicatable than just saying, okay, go do parties. It'll help your business grow. When you have, when you tell somebody, okay, great. I'm glad. I'm so glad you joined our team. So great, so great to have you. But you, to be successful, it would be great if you did, you know, between six and eight parties a month or whatever. And like you said, they're like, well, but what's a, what's a Facebook party and how do I do it? And what do I need to tell people? And what do I need to post? And what should I say? And what, you know, and so to be able to, like you said, give them the gift of here you go, here's a starting point, tweak it a little bit, make it sound like you give it some personality of your own and then 
go ahead. <laughs> it's so much easier to jump in and to not be overwhelmed right off the bat because it is overwhelming to learn even with a company with one product, it's overwhelming to learn the ins and outs of starting your own business because it's a little scary and it's a little hard to put yourself out there. And so I love that tip. I'm for sure going to be looking into Trello. I would add them to a Facebook party so they could go through and copy and paste. So they always had something to go off of, or a lot of times it was the actual hostess who turned into a stylist because she saw what I did in her party and she was like, Oh, I could do that. And again, that's why I keep it simple. And then they kind of take their party and they just kept copying off of that. Trello is just a way to kind of organize it into categories and it's much easier to transfer over. But yes, having something to guide them is huge because people feel like, okay, I can do this. And that's what you want. You don't want to overwhelm them with so much information. They just want to run. You want to show them, I've got seven kids. I have a busy life too, but I do this in my spare time here and there. And they're like, oh, well then I guess I can do that too. <laughs> right. Right. I tell people all the time, if I can do this, you can do this because, oh man, there's just, there's a lot to, there's a lot and you can, you can get overwhelmed, but I love to keep it simple as well, because even if they decide not to join, even if they're just a customer and they see that you are running just a simple Facebook party that doesn't take any mental space from them, you know, cause when you join parties, sometimes it's like, okay, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do this tonight. Oh, I have to do this little activity. I do this game. I love games. Great games are great. But when somebody is part of a simple, straightforward Facebook party, I feel like they appreciate that so much. And they're going to be a loyal customer because they're like, okay, this doesn't, <laughs> this doesn't take up, take over my life. Like I can be part of this. And so I love that. A big concern with consultants right now is that we have holiday shipping deadlines quickly approaching and it's crazy how close Christmas is already. So tell us a little bit about what you do in December, especially though after that holiday shipping deadline has passed and people are, you know, taking time off, which is great, um, but taking time off from their business and, but still wanting it to stay afloat because if you take it completely off and you, you know, sign off and say goodbye till January, then you're going to come in in January and have no business. And so what are some things that you are encouraging your team to do during this time when, um, you know, sales could get a little slower over the next few weeks? Right. So I'm letting them know that first of all, so that they don't have this high expectation for high sales throughout the month and then wonder what's happening. We are setting goals with the team to try to have everyone hit their sales goals by the 15th. And we'll tell them, of course, you can get orders after that and they will come in. But generally, people are going to slow down in their ordering because they realize I might not get this by Christmas. So we tell them to really focus in. We had them booking parties ahead of time and starting parties and pushing sales and trying to hit their goals by the 15th. And then also trying to book parties for January now, because at the end of the month, people are focused on Christmas, New Year's, all of that. And nobody's wanting to think about booking parties, but we also will offer incentives and free things for booking parties now for January. And then I'm also just really working on staying connected with my team to encourage them to ask questions. Um, and give them chance to ask questions and just um, stay connected through Zoom calls because I am breaking it down into smaller groups within my team and giving them a chance to get their team together and then get on a Zoom with me. And then I'll share a few things and encourage them, take questions, and then also um, get with the leader of that group and talk about what kind of an incentive do you wanna offer for your team the beginning of this month and for booking January parties. And then that's what we're doing. Um, I'm 
people I feel like are getting a lot more comfortable with Zoom and they're wanting to be connected. And I'm finding that that's really a fun way for me to connect with more people. With a huge team, you kind of, it's hard to remember through Facebook who's who, and but talking face-to-face -face is helping me connect with them. And I know with customers, they'll say, you know, people will buy from you if they feel like they know you, they like you, and they trust you. But also with the team, I want them to feel connected and I want them to feel like they know me, like me and trust me. I want them to feel like they can come to me with questions whenever or frustrations or concerns or ideas. I want to be connected with my team, not just feel like I'm at the top and they're all having to work hard. I want them to know like we're all in this together. You guys have any ideas to share and really try to stay connected so that people, so that we don't lose them in the holiday slump. If people get discouraged and think, whoa, what just happened? They're not going to want to come back. So we kind of let them know what to expect and give them goals to work towards. And, you know, it's kind of everyone's in the same boat. So we're going to, sales will pick back up in January and we've got new things coming and just get them excited about what's coming and that, that usually is what works. So I know this has been a very different year in a lot of ways, but <laughs> just giving them something to focus on and just to keep encouraging them. It's, it's seeming like it's been a good spirit on the team. So I'm really thankful for that. That's great. And I think communication is the number one thing. So like you said, staying in touch through Zoom and just touching base and letting them know what to expect. I know that's my personality is that I really like to know <laughs> when things are coming up or I like to be in the know about everything. And so <laughs> being in communication and saying, Hey, listen, November was amazing. <laughs> and the sales that you had in November, you can definitely do in December, but statistically you might not be doing that in December. And so don't get discouraged. It's nothing you're doing wrong. It's because we have this wonderful holiday called Christmas. And so people are more focused on that, which is great. And so I love that you take that time and that you intentionally communicate with your team to let them know what's ahead what to expect, if, especially if this is their first Christmas in the direct sales arena. And I, that's, that's a really great tip about staying in communication with your team and connecting with them however you can, however they can, in order to stay in touch with each other. Cause that's really important these days. And it, it is hard to sometimes, like you said, you know, you don't want anyone to ever feel like they're like, you're at the top and they're just there to sell stuff you know, to make you money on your paycheck. Like that's, I never, ever, ever want any of my team to feel that way. And so I love that you are, you know, you intentionally think about that and you, and I tell my girls the same thing. And I please reach out with any questions, any concerns. That's a big one too. I, whenever someone comes to me with a frustration or a complaint, I make sure I thank them because I don't want them going into, you know, the consultant group on Facebook that we have. I'm sure you have something similar and, you know, blasting the company on there. I'd rather them come to me and then I can, you know, I can work through that issue with them and I can help them find the answers that they need. And usually it's just a misunderstanding or something and we can work through the problem together. And so I love that you, you know, you encourage your team to do the same thing with you too, because, you know, there's always going to be a little bit of drama here and there. <laughs> right. And one other thing too, is I want them to know that they're appreciated. So as I've been able to hit higher promotions in the company, they all know what's involved. They see the, the average pay for that rank. And I want them to know I'm here because we as a team have hit this rank and I appreciate all you're doing. So I do drawings with cash prizes and Amazon prizes and gift cards and stuff like that, just to let them see 
that they're appreciated too. And that I'm not just going to sit here and take this bonus and run with it. I'm going to share and give back to them. And I want them to learn from that and do the same for their teams too. So we're all in this together and I want them to see that. And I feel like they're so appreciative. So I just, I'm thankful that it is a good spirit and on the team about that too. Yeah. I love that. And who doesn't love a good drawing? Exactly. <laughs> People will do anything for a drawing, which is so fun. I, I know that I love to get in on a good drawing too, especially when, you know, like you said, there's Amazon gift cards or little gifts here and there. And it's a lot of fun. I just did a drawing for a desk calendar. We have a, a logo desk calendar that we, that just came out from our, with our company. And so I did a drawing for that the other day and that was just so fun. And the person that won, she's like, I never win anything. I'm so excited about it. So, um, just little things like that, just to do once in a while, like you said, to make them feel appreciated. I want my team to know that they are not just a number to me, you know, and they, you know, yes, I pay attention to their numbers because that's part of our job as leaders is we have to run reports and pay attention to numbers and make sure that, you know, we're going to hit the goals that we need to hit. But behind each number is a person. And I always want people to know that they're not just a number. They are a special part of our team. Everybody, whether they're a personal user or a business builder, everybody is a vital part of the team. And so I love that you really pour into your team and make them feel appreciated because that goes a long way with people. And you know, it makes it more than just a side gig or something fun when people can be part of a community like that and be part of a team and be part of something bigger than themselves, then it just, it really goes a long way. And I feel like that's very impactful. So way to go doing that. That's so great. All right. So Bethany, what advice would you give to somebody just starting out or wanting to restart their business, especially with the new year coming? I know that's a great time of year to kind of relaunch your business. And so what would you, what advice would you give to a new consultant or someone wanting to jump back into the business? Honestly, I would say to build the connections and relationships with people and just be real and be yourself I remember when I first started out, I was not a Facebook person or Instagram. I was so um, private and I didn't want to share anything with anybody. In fact, I was even careful about when I liked or commented on Facebook because I didn't want someone to see the time and think, why is she on Facebook when she should be feeding her kids lunch or whatever. That is out the window. I will like and comment any time of the day or night. And I feel like now when I see a post, if I don't like your comment, I feel like I'm walking by somebody and not saying something to them when they're right there. I just want to interact with everybody I can. I love it. And I know that building real relationships is going to help build your business. But at the same time, that's not why you do it. I love doing it, but yet it does. Um, real relationships with people, if that's the focus, it's going to grow. And consistency is the key. I mean, if someone just you know, opens a new business and they have it open one day a week and they don't go to work the rest of the days, it's not going to go anywhere. So I tell my girls, when you post, you're showing that you're, you're open for business. So if you're not posting every single day, honestly, Sundays, I'll take the day off. Maybe I'll post something inspirational. But other than that, every single day to show your doors are open and some people are on in the morning, but not at night. And some people are on at night and not in the morning. So you want to just try to hit morning, noon and night and try to consistent, be consistent every day. And even, I remember when I first started, I would, I was getting a lot of sales because I started with that party. And then I went a couple weeks without sales. And I remember talking to my upline and being like, what's going on here? It's been a couple weeks. Nobody's bought anything. And I was all nervous about it. And she's like, oh, honey, that happens to me all the time. I'll go weeks without sales. And then I'll just have a boom and I'll get a bunch. Or sometimes it's more steady every other day or even every other week. So there's no, it's never perfectly consistent, 
but we can be consistent. And so that's what I tell them. You don't have to put go all in and work eight hours a day or 12 hours a day. You pick what you want and you be consistent and it will grow. Slow and steady wins the race. You also have people who shoot to the top, but don't compare yourself to others. You do what works for you and you keep being consistent and it will grow. That's excellent advice. I literally could say <laughs> all of that word for word because it's true. And I feel like people get discouraged when they first start because things aren't happening and people aren't buying every day. And, you know, and they're like, when is it going to happen for me? It will happen for you. And you just have to just put in the work and be consistent, like you said, and just keep going. And maybe it'll take, maybe it takes six months, maybe it takes a year, maybe it takes three years. Just be consistent. And if you love the products and you can, you know, keep up your business, keep doing it because you will grow. And especially if you're, if you keep on learning and incorporating new ways of doing things in your business, that helps too. So be consistent incorporate some new ideas occasionally and you will find something that works and then boom, you will be like, wow, <laughs> that did work. I'm so glad that I just kept it up because if I would have quit, you know, months ago, then this wouldn't have never happened. So I love that advice. That's great. All right. So what would you say is your favorite? I know there's so many things to love about color street, but what's your favorite thing about color street, the product? Well, before you said the product, I was going to say my favorite thing about Color Street is the connection with people yes. because before Color Street, I never painted my nails. I never once went to the salon and got a manicure. Pedicures, yes, especially when I was pregnant. But manicures, I just, I, I'm so hard on my nails that when I would paint them, it would never stay. And I never wanted to pay to get my nails done. So I never did. I did think it was pretty and I did think it was fun, but I love the connections with people. But specifically, what about Color Street do I like? I like the fact that it's instant beauty and instantly dry because as a mom of seven kids, there is no way. You don't have to worry about going to bed with wet nails and waking up with sheet marks or painting your nails and then somebody needs you right in the middle of it and then you ruin it. I remember, I think we had five little kids at the time and I felt like I was drowning. Every day I was just trying to keep my head above water. They were all little. I think my youngest, I think my oldest was five when I had number five, if I remember correctly. And I remember sitting there telling my mom, mom, I can't even cut all 10 fingernails at once mm. without, like I couldn't even cut them all, let alone paint them all and let them dry. Like you're constantly being interrupted and even not just busy moms, people who have pets or they work or whatever, everybody's busy. Everybody uses their hands. So that is what I love about Color Street. You can do two nails and then you can stop and go do something and come back later and do two more if it takes you all day. They're instantly dry and you instantly feel beautiful. Even if you don't have time to do your hair or your makeup and you haven't showered in three days, your nails can look pretty and that makes you feel good. So I love that. That's right. And I agree. When you have nice nails, you just feel so much better. And I know that for years I went and got mine done at a salon when I could, um, just because that takes a lot of time out of your, you know, every two or three weeks or so. That would take a lot of time because I'd have to either find a sitter or I'd have to wait for my husband to go from work and I'd have to, you know, take that hour or whatever to go do that. It, it, and it just, it's a lot of money and all that. So I, I also love Color Street for the same reason because I can do it whenever. And usually it is usually the time that I have to myself, the biggest chunk of time I have to myself is typically at night before bed. And you can't paint your nails with regular nail polish before bed, like you said. So I do love Color Street for that reason too. So which shade, I know right now I have on Ibiza Nights, very glittery <laughs> and very purple. So what is your favorite, what are some of your favorite shades that you just love and can't live without? What's always in your stash? 
Well, Tokyo Lights is always in my stash because that's the number one product in the whole company. It's just kind of a neutral glitter and the glitters are the easiest to start with. For a beginner, I always recommend glitters just because they're a little more forgiving. They hide mistakes. If you get a little crease in it, it's not as noticeable. Um, so I do love the glitters for that reason. I also love solids. I'm wearing Berlin It to Win It right now, which is just a basic gray. And then I have a um, glitter accent nail because when I do parties, that's what I do is I'll put an accent on if I already have my manicure done. Or if not, I'll do a manicure in the party and show them. But you can, you can pile on lots of accents on a nail and show them the different colors. So I like a solid color with a glitter accent. I kind of like to try to wear a variety or something that um, stands out. I kind of go back and forth because then when people see them, you get complimented. You know, and you can just say, yeah, they're Color Street. I did it myself. Have you ever heard of it? And then they'll say, most people still say no, believe it or not, mm. even though it's been around for three years, three and a half years. And I just pull a little sample out of my purse and I'll give it to them. And if before COVID, I would actually ask them, can I put this on you? It's so fun to see their reaction 30 seconds later. They're like, wow, that's it. It's dry. So now I don't ask to put it on. I just hand it to them. But anyway, it's just, it's fun to wear a variety and switch it up. There's a girl who's uh, really successful on the team. She always wears solid glitter and a French at the same time because people always notice that and they're like, whoa, what's, what's going on with your nails? And then she'll, she'll tell them we've got all these different, it's fun to show on your nails, like all the different varieties. So I just kind of go back and forth. I'll do a neutral, then I'll do something bright. And I just love being able to go back and forth and mix and match. It's so fun to just always have something different. That's great. It's like an interactive business card. <laughs> Yes, it is. It tells itself. Yes, it does. I know. I do the same thing. I do because um, last I had kind of a neutral shade on, and so now I have a very bright glittery shade. But I agree with the glitters too. So anyone listening, if you've never tried it, start with the glitter because they're so fun. They look great instantly. I mean, they all do. But like you said, they're very forgiving, and they it's a great beginner, <laughs> a great beginner step for sure. Well, Bethany, this has been so great, so informative. I took a lot of I took a lot of little nuggets away. Where can people find you if they want to learn more about you or Color Street? So on Facebook, I have a group. It's called Beautiful Nails with Bethany. Um, it's also linked to my main page. My our page is connected with my husband and I. It's Lloyd and Bethany E Step E with a step. So it's E S T E P. So um, you can find me there. We also have a family page on Instagram. It's just E Step Family. Um, and then I'll often post about Color Street and family life in my Instagram and Facebook stories. I have a lot of fun with that. So that's where you can find me. And then Color Street, um, the website is actually just www.colorstreet.com slash step is a direct link to my page. So you can find me there too. Awesome. Well, I will put all of these links in the show notes so people can, can follow you and they can get in touch with you if they'd like to. So thanks again so much for being a guest on the show today and sharing all of your wisdom. And I wish you and your team the best holiday season and beyond. Thank you so much. I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative over on Facebook. There, you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry, and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing. If you know of a person in the direct sales industry that you look up to and admire, and you've always wanted to just ask them all the questions, I would love to chat with them. Shoot me an email with their name at directlydifferent at gmail.com, and they could be a future guest on the podcast. Thanks, guys.